Hey, hello there, listener. You're probably a fan of podcasts, and you know what? You found one that's um, not bad. I wouldn't say it's great. It's by two brothers. Two brothers. It's called the Why We're Weird Podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Cotton. I was your maid of honor at your wedding. Okay, so clearly uh, your wife or significant other is really bad at making good decisions. I'm going to be honest with you. I tried to warn you several years in advance. It was a very long courtship and you just didn't want to listen to me. So guess what? Now you can go recheck the tapes. It was right after the flash mob when we came out to you know, the um, Space Jam song, come on in jam, and welcome, welcome on in slam, and welcome <laughs> to the jam. It's like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, put a ring on it, ma'am. <laughs> Groomsman on the microphone, maid of honor, you got me in the zone, jam, marriage zone it. <laughs> right, all right. <laughs> it's going downhill fast. <laughs> Now, come on, baby, and marriage for me. <laughs> so, yeah, go check the tapes again. I'm really sorry about your bad decisions, but, you know, you're still together, so God bless. And I am here with my brother and co-host, Christian Cotton. He was your best man. He gave really good speech. And you know what? He's probably the brother you like more now. <laughs> So thank goodness you're able to make at least a single good decision for your life, as opposed to all the others. So Christian, what do you do in this? What what do we do in this podcast? So as always, we're talking about the different things that are making us weird, or that have made us weird. And if you couldn't tell by Nicholas's intro monologue, this week we're talking about none other than. Super villains. Yep. If you couldn't tell, I am the superest of villains, and you know, podcast is done. All right. Have a good night. <laughs> but before we get <laughs> to me being the superest of villains, <laughs> we have to answer the question from my last podcast. Did superheroes make us weird? Or were we already weird before superheroes were introduced into our lives? I'll give you my answer really quickly. I was already weird. There's really nothing else to say. I was a crazy man. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, now yeah, I was weird too. Yep, there's no finding it. Superheroes did not make us weird, unfortunately. We did that to ourselves. <laughs> yep. So now we get it. You get to hear us talk about. Their counterparts, the equally uh, bodacious, bombastic, and apparently um, really big failures that are super villains. So, as per usual, we'll start it off with our top five super villains. And seeing as I am the oldest and the most handsome of the two, we're going to take a quick commercial break. <laughs> 
to our one and only sponsor. Oh, it's no. Cutesy Fitness. Oh, no. If you want to sculpt new life and new body, I know it's the beginning of 2018, and I know you guys want to get your body right and tight. Yeah, just fast forward, guys. Just fast forward the podcast. So go forward about 30 seconds. So go to sqtfitness.com. Sign up there. Sculpt your life. Sculpt your body. Get a great diet that you can follow. Ramp up your metabolism. Become anabolic all the time. All right. So going to our list, the top, my top five supervillain coming in at number five is me. <laughs> that was really an easy, easy one because of my narcissism. Um, the fact that I am very much into villainy as just just a topic, you know, in whole. It's something that has just fascinated me my whole life. I love evil things. I love doing dastardly things. <laughs> mainly stealing children from newly acquired married couples. Um, and also having them uh, promise to me large sums of gold. Because I do not take paper currency or, or any cryptocurrency. <laughs> or, or PayPal. <laughs> or PayPal. Unlike no SQT Fitness. <laughs> Which does take PayPal. <laughs> it, it makes the whole business aspect way easier. <laughs> Probably even easier than the whole aspect of sculpting your body. Oh, God. <laughs> but the real number five... <laughs> To throw you, that was a red herring, because I am a villain. <laughs> the real number five is uh, Lex Luthor. He is a magic... Okay, I must preference this. It is... Um, who is that really sad guy that was in all the card trick movies? Oh, um, <laughs> I know. It's the guy that's like, if you took Michael Sarah and Justin Timberlake and put them together, right? Yeah, if you, yeah. Um, oh, jeez, what's his name? Okay, Jesse well, Eisenberg. Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg. Actually, um... We're just going to call him Justin Timberlake and um, what's his name again? Michael, <laughs> Michael, Michael Sarah, Sarah Lovechild. <laughs> We're not talking about the Justin Michael Lovechild. <laughs> I'm talking about the Lex Luthor that is in the comic books, the half black, half white guy, bald, su- pretty jacked for a human, super genius. Super genius. <laughs> and he... He is definitely just top five material. He is a genius. He keeps on just being a thorn in Superman's side. And um, a very uh, hilarious plot point that was brought out to me recently by one of our friends. He's going to be on the podcast. Anyone else who keeps on asking us, stop it. Okay, (laughs) just stop. We have all of our episodes planned out already. Okay, we have all the guests planned out. Stop. Just wait till season two and we will contact you, okay? Oh, we want to be put on. We're so weird. Stop. <laughs> I will bring out my supervillain voice. Stop. In the words of Michael Jordan, stop it. Get some help. <laughs> okay. And um, he has basically gone toe to toe with the Man of Steel himself with his intellect. This guy, Lex Luthor, is a genie us great great one of the greatest supervillains of all time in my opinion okay so here's the issue with my top five supervillains so i must preface this um i've always 
resonated more with the good guy, so to speak. So, <laughs> when it comes to villainy or evil, unlike Nicholas, I don't really uh, um, relate to it very much or at all. So, picking my top five supervillains was very hard. So, whereas Nicholas picked top his top five actual supervillains, the best I could do <laughs> were, like, trolly supervillains. <laughs> so, just bear with me as I go through this. With that being said, my top five is the Dirty Bubble. <laughs> Make him eat dirt. <laughs> as an add-on to the whole, you know conquering the world thing so man ray in the the every villain is lemons episode when barnacle boy was asking for all of his demands for his three demands barnacle man <laughs> anyways <laughs> um man ray goes and says world domination ask for world domination and the dirty bubbles right behind him and he goes make him eat dirt <laughs> okay i i've not heard of many more things more evil than making another human being <laughs> eat dirt. Like, you could conquer, like, the entire world, but they would still have their dignity. <laughs> or they'd be dead because you'd kill them, but at least they wouldn't have had to eat dirt. <laughs> so, yes, at, at my number five comes the dirty bubble. <laughs> the dirty man himself. I mean, honestly, that's one of the dirtiest things I've ever heard. <laughs> Barnac or Mermaid Man was going to be taking a dirt nap after that. Um, my number four for top supervillains uh, should come as no surprise to anyone who is a fan of this podcast uh, is uh, Atrocitus. Now, this one was really hard because I had, you know, I'm a big Green Lantern fan. Uh, I love Atrocitus. I also love Sinestro. Sinestro, he is a great, great, great supervillain. Okay, don't get me wrong, but he did not make my top five. Atrocitus did. He is this uh, the re leader of the Red Lantern Corps. He has a really great backstory. Um, he lost his wife and his daughter to the Manhunters. Which are basically like um, emotionless robots sent out by the guardians of the universe. I think it's universe to try and implement uh, peace that when they weren't, you know, before the Green Lantern Corps, when they used sentient beings. And um, yeah, they began to malfunction and he came in. <laughs> Excuse me. And they decided to. Uh, destroy, you know, his wife and his daughter. And yes, that was uh, really difficult for him. He became a being of rage. Then he began to learn how to uh, tell the future through blood. And then <laughs> after that, he um, became a Red Lantern, made the Red Lantern power battery, let his, um, I guess, wrath come all the way around full circle instead of being a mindless being it became so intense that it sent him to a higher plane of consciousness and now he is one of the most intelligent and powerful beings to ever oppose the green lantern Corps. there you go there you have it see it's it's so interesting how our choices really show who we our are. true personality <laughs> 
With that being said, my number four choice is no other than Mojo Jojo. <laughs> Mojo Jojo. <laughs> okay, so I want to start off with a quote from Mojo Jojo when he first became Mojo Jojo. So this is what he said. Yes, it is. For me. The hobo formerly known as Jojo is no more. From this day, I will be known as Mojo Jojo. <laughs> I mean, they're right there. That Within that qu- quote lies the reason why I chose him as number four. He's your basic rags to riches story. <laughs> rags to snitches. <laughs> so okay anyways if you go and look at this guy's page on um the villains wiki if you look at his occupation it lists three different things scientist dictator cook (laughs) cook that's that's an occupation yes okay and what what more could that's essentially to me it's saying tall dark and handsome take me now Wait, why is slave not in there? Because <laughs> he's not a slave. The um, hobo named Jojo is no more. <laughs> you know what? You're right. You, you got me. His hobbies are building model ships and eating bananas. <laughs> I feel like that's getting racial. <laughs> <laughs> model ships? Model ships is racial? Eating bananas. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's a monkey. <laughs> oh, gosh. It says he is often called a monkey. This is scientifically incorrect, as Mojo is a chimpanzee, one of the species of apes. So, despite all the hate that he's thrown... I don't know if you guys can see it. Well, actually, you can't. This is an audio form of entertainment. But I'm doing the sign from the War of the Planet of the Apes for (laughs) Apes Together Strong. Oh, gosh. But yes, um, because of Mojo's personality and his strong determination to foil the power of girls, um, I admire his pride not only in himself, but in his work as well. And for that reason, Mojo, you've made it into my Jojo number four. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how you had a Mojo number fofo. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> All right, now for my number three. It's a real good pick. Um, it's a Marvel villain. I'm just going to throw this out there. Marvel people, you guys think you're cool and edgy because there's a bunch of like, oh, it's a multiracial stuff. No, sit down. You're a bunch of losers. <laughs> you guys have always, if you look at it through time, sales have always been behind DC. <laughs> oh, Detective Comics. Oh, you guys suck. Yeah. Okay. Great job. Hipster losers. <laughs> Go take <laughs> your clear rim glasses and your tight pants and your avocado toast straight out of my life. Except for this villain, Thanos. I know there's been a lot of talk about Thanos with the whole Infinity War thing. Okay, um, everyone tells me that these new Marvel movies, oh, they're so great. Well, you want to know something? I have one quick thing. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming. 
that was actually going to be my number three. The movie Spider-Man Homecoming for top villain. <laughs> top villain. It's actually one of the most villainous things because it robbed me of a great movie. <laughs> And two hours of my life. It stole my money. Yeah, stole my money and stole my time. <laughs> when I could have been making more money. Like Buckaroo Bonsai. Yes. <laughs> it just leaves you hating life. Yeah, pretty much. So anyone who liked that movie, um, you are holding on to really just bad ways. Just bad, bad ways. No. No. You're still holding on you said it so close to the mic that it's like major clipping (laughs) i'm sorry for that i just feel so strongly about you have to make up for it by doing another segment of nicholas asmr (laughs) okay 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 well to make up for it so And that's why I like Thanos. <laughs> Somebody's gonna listen to that ASMR. <laughs> We're gonna get flagged. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that was creepy. <laughs> well, I mean, we're talking about super villains, and this you said true. you need to make up for it. This is very true. After I just, I don't know. It's kind of like a those um, comedians who make fun of their audience. <laughs> This is true. And then we clipped a lot. Unlucky. It's all right. It's all right. All righty. So this brings me to my number three, correct? Correct. All righty. So we started off with the Dirty Bubble. um, And then we went to Mojo Jojo. And then we're going Megatron. 
from Transformers, the leader of the Decepticons. So a lot of you might think, wow, Christian, that's not a trolley pick. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) You might be thinking I'm thinking of the Megatron from the live action movies with Shia LaBeouf, who was also a candidate for number three. <laughs> but unfortunately, he's no one's bil- villain but himself. So not, I didn't make not Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> Michael Bay. <laughs> that's the that's real villain. Yeah, exactly. I'm just kidding. Everyone knows it's Megan Fox. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so um, the Megatron I'm talking about is back from the comics. Were there Transformers comics? Yeah. Yeah, comics. Back from the comics and from the uh, the animated show way back in the day. Early 2000s, maybe late oh, 90s. No, it was way before. I don't even remember how old Oh, wait. Was. It was like... It was, it, that's it an was old like cartoon. before the 90s, right? Yeah. It was like late 80s. It was, yeah, yep. actually. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, beautiful. Excuse me for then. that incorrect datage. <laughs> actually, yes. you know what? We're just geek check it. If you have... <laughs> send us leave, an email. Yeah, send us an email. Whywe'reweird at gmail.com. Let us know when the animated uh, Transformers was on but anyways so my favorite my number three i should say is megatron from this series because he transformed into a big floating gun <laughs> need i say more i don't think so how would you feel if a big floating gun <laughs> was coming at you i see i didn't even need to pick a trolley character like <laughs> that guy he just he's a Oh <laughs> By definition, it is troll. <laughs> so yeah, um, I mean, he's a brute in his personality and his dealings with his own posse. Well, whatever he does, he he's a, as aggressive as can be. Um, whether he's he's Megatron or the gun, <laughs> I can't stop laughing. At that. <laughs> So that's why he he tops in at my number three. Do you remember when um, what is it? They were there was the whole uh, war on Cybertron, and then the Autobots won because um, like Optimus Prime died, and then basically Megatron was dead, and then Unicron found him, and then turned him into like this plasma cannon. <laughs> I think I do remember. And then this. he killed Starscream when he tried to <laughs> declare himself leader. <laughs> Oh gosh! Oh jeez! Man, he is so good as just a villain, just being bad guy, just being a bad guy. I mean, it just shows how bad he is. Like, if your like counterpart is a gun, (laughs) it's like when when people think of you and they think of a cake. They'll be like, mm, maybe maybe that person should be a baker. If they think of you and think of a basketball, maybe that person should be a sports star. If they if your name comes up and the first thing that comes to their mind is a gun, <laughs> then you're a villain. <laughs> There's no, no two ways around that. So either you're a villain or you're the reason Bruce Wayne became Batman. No, no. <laughs> You become associated with guns. <laughs> oh no! Oh gosh. Okay, we're gonna bring the puppies back in. <laughs> we're gonna bring the puppies back in. So, my my number two pick for for villains, 
Um, it's actually from anime. It's from this one show. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but I'm a big fan. It's called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And if you've heard of it, you know who the biggest baddie is. That's a guy named Dio Brando. So let me tell you about my man's Dio. So he had a really bad upbringing. Also, he's blonde, and which also accounts for his evil. And his dad was really drunk. So he like forged a fake note to the Joe stars, which is uh, the family that Jojo is like part of. And he was like, hey, let me live with you guys because this guy was the guy who supposedly saved your family and this uh, unknown mask. So that happened. And then he starts living with him and he kills Jojo's dog and he puts <laughs> he puts him in a fire. <laughs> then he goes up to the girl Jojo likes and kisses her and steals her first kiss, which should have been Jojo's. And he says, it was me, Dio. And then this guy, he's, he just gets crazier and crazier. So Jojo just keeps getting bigger and bigger and stronger. And they're both like 6'2 and like 250 and rugby gods in high school. <laughs> so after that, Jojo, he's learning to become a gentleman. Dio is just a scoundrel. Okay. So he goes and... <laughs> Um, he finds this mask, puts it on, turns him into a vampire. Okay, so now he's ba he's a part of the undead, and he's undying, except for the sun, which is, I think, what happens to most blonde people. All right, you guys, geek checked me. <laughs> Email us at whitewearweird at gmail.com. Let me know. And um, so as he becomes progressively more and more evil... He goes out and he makes more and more vampire minions <laughs> that Jojo has to fight. And eventually, <laughs> he fights Jojo in a penultimate battle. And um, his basically, he chops his own head off of his body so he doesn't die. So he's running around as a disembodied head. Then he goes on the same ship that uh, Jojo has for his honeymoon. For Jonathan Joestar's honeymoon. And then he starts wreaking havoc. He starts <laughs> taking control of people. And then eventually, Jonathan Joestar dies. Okay? He dies. Cradling Dio's head. But what you don't know is Dio goes and he chops off jo Jojo's head, puts his head on his body with his vampire powers, steals his body. <laughs> <laughs> goes out <laughs> and when people find this um this casket they open it and guess who's inside deal with the jojo bod <laughs> also i have a jojo bod but not because i stole a jojo body i just work really hard at it sqtfitness.com learn how to do that and no <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because he has lived these multiple lives and gone through like millennia Okay, I mean, not millennia, but multiple centuries plaguing the Joestar family. He even gets a stand, which is like a manifestation of your like physical power. 
and um yeah he becomes one of the strongest people and eventually he he does die he is uh destroyed by the sunlight but he has killed his body count crazy high um also he has a son named giorno who becomes a good guy real unfortunate for the dio family name and um what else is really significant about Mr. Uh, Dio? Oh, he goes re a lot and uh, scares the living daylights out of uh, normal people who don't love anime. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Alrighty, so um, my number two is someone who might be at the exact opposite of the spectrum, but... Um, this person is near and dear to my heart um, for everything they say is golden. And so I would like to let everyone know that my number two supervillain of all time is Skeletor. <laughs> so I thought I would take this moment to go some, over some of my favorite Skeletor quotes. We're going to start with this one. <clears throat> and yes, I will try my best to impersonate Skeletor's voice. So here we go. <clears throat> Yes, we'll win this game the old-fashioned way, the tried-and-true way. We'll cheat. (laughs) (laughs) There's another one, and he says, I help no one but myself. (laughs) I don't want to be good. I want to be bad. (laughs) Um, Let's see. There's some other good ones. (laughs) <laughs> he said this. So as he is somersaulting away, he says, No one gets Skeletor. Away! <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's another one. <laughs> I'm so powerful, I even impress myself. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll end with this one. We'll end with this one. Never mind what I said. Just do what I said. (laughs) (laughs) And there you have it from the god himself. Yes, Skeletor, to me, he is the prince of the one-liner. And pretty much every interaction he had with (laughs) He-Man, he broke He-Man down verbally. (laughs) Hello, muscle boy. It sounds like a compliment, but I don't, I don't know how you could turn a compliment so derogatory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only Skeletor, only true villainy can do that. Yeah, take something good and turn it bad. Yeah, plus he's a skeleton, but that man is yacked. Like, <laughs> how do you do that? Okay, um, look, let's not think about it too much. He's just a genius, all right? <laughs> he really is, so... That's what my number. You know, two I is. can tell you how he did that. <laughs> no, <laughs> we are not going. I know there. it's a secret. <laughs> Anyways, so um, now we're at the top. We're at the pinnacle. We're at the peak mm-hmm. of this food pyramid of villainy. There's <laughs> a lot of fodder that you guys have had to trudge through. So I will try and make this as Christine and pure as possible. So my number one pick for supervillains is um, Dark Side. 
I'm sorry, I had to add a lot of dramatic pause. I'm a little extra. Um, <laughs> Darkseid, he's just real cool villain. He was a regular dude, killed his mom and his brother. I'm only taking the old um, canon for his um, backstory because the new one is kind of weak and lame. Um, he <laughs> took... He, yep, he killed his brother and his mother, became the dictator of Apocalypse, which is his home world, um, is constantly doing battle with the new gods on New Genesis. He is in possession of uh, the Omega Power, which allows him to shoot these beams out of his eyes called Omega Beams. I don't know if you guys know about Omega Beams. But they're crazy. <laughs> Superman, he shoots his heat vision. Um, tang- oh, well, he okay, the heat vision goes in like a singular ocular direction, whatever he's looking at. Um, Dark side, he doesn't have to look at things to zap them with his omega beams. So they can, once they come out of his eyes, they can go two different directions. They're like chameleon beams, basically. <laughs> And they go off in these crazy cool patterns angularly, and it doesn't matter. They can even make perfect circles. They could probably hit themselves. That's how that's how insane these beams are. And um, at one point, they sent Batman back in time to prehistory. But I feel like that was just really poor retconning on <laughs> the um, story storyboard makers. I don't know what they're called. And oh, the author, I'm really bad on storyboard authors. There we go. And um, yeah, he's super cocky, like a genius, always after the anti-life equation, always looking to subjugate the entire universe. And um, I mean, what else can we say? He's basically the Lord and Savior. There we go. <laughs> and that's my number one pick, Dark Side. The owner of the Omega Powers, or yeah, the or whatever, the the Omega guy of my Omega heart. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. So, being that we all just found out Nicholas's um, number one, uh, I want to take a second to pause real quickly and just review everyone's choices thus far or Nichols and I's choices thus far so that we're all on the same page as I go into my number one so Nicholas can you go ahead and review your top five real quickly all right so my number five was split choice between me and Lex Luthor number four Atrocitus number three Thanos this is fun and two, uh, Dio, 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 Brando, not the band. <laughs> um, and number one, Dark Side. There you go. And for me, at number five, we had. Who do we have? <laughs> we had the Dirty Bubble. <laughs> Snowman <Number>, Ray. <laughs> number four, we had. Um, we have a number four. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> I told you to write this down. <laughs> now you look super unprofessional. No. Thanks a lot. No, we are professional as it gets. 
Yep. Because number five was Dirty Bubble, and number four was... Oh my gosh. Is this really that hard for us? <laughs> I guess Is it so. really this hard? Mojo, Mojo Jojo. Jojo. Thanks, Karis. <laughs> we did not have any help. We figured it out by ourselves. <laughs> um, number three was Megatron. Number two was Skeletor. And number one, <laughs> my number one supervillain, <laughs> is Dr. Doofenshmirtz <laughs> from Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> All right, so let me talk about let me talk about Doof real quick. <laughs> <laughs> My man's. My man's Doof. So number one, he has a crazy old country accent. So he already stole my heart there. But even more than that, this man is as close to a superhero as a supervillain can get. <laughs> if you think about it, his relationship with Perry the Platypus is so. <laughs> loving <laughs> it's like perry is his pet and they're just playing all the time <laughs> it's like he purposely is acting as a supervillain because perry wants to be a superhero and he's just indulging perry <laughs> in his fantasies but the biggest reason why dr doofenshmirtz comes in at number one is because he's doing all this villainy so that he can provide not only necessities, but luxuries for his daughter, Vanessa. Sure, his family might not be together as most are, but he's, he's everything he does, he does it for Vanessa. He, he looked his entire life, or her entire life, I should say, for this doll that she wanted. And he finally found it and he gave it to her. And if that is not... <laughs> villainy that I don't know what is. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's as good as a villain gets. <laughs> My man's is is a beaut. I love I love him. Like he's out there hustling, all right? And it just man. <laughs> okay, so I think I'm gonna have to talk to you after the show <laughs> about what villainy is. <laughs> And what bad people do. <laughs> yeah, Just set up a secret camera in my room. You'll figure it out. <laughs> Actually, don't. <laughs> That's, this is weird. That's villainy. <laughs> it's setting up cameras. It's like the NSA a little bit. In but we do rooms. love the NSA for all the work that they do and how they protect our country. <laughs> okay, so now that we've talked about our top five, we would like to talk about some honorable mentions. But... To, to kick off our honorable that. mentions, we would like to invite our sister, the one and only Karis Cotton, to come down and let us know one of our number one honorable mentions. All right, here she comes as she slowly descends from her castle on high. Here she comes, <laughs> Mr. Fairy Universe. <laughs> Okay, let me let me spin the mic Wait, around. Just, just stand near him. All right. So, Karis, who who has your honorable mention? <laughs> I don't know if anybody remembers El Tigre. But one of my favorite characters from El Tigre was El. 
<laughs> Cucharon, <laughs> which means in Spanish, the ladle. <laughs> 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 and all he, and all he could do, all he could do, he couldn't even move ladles. He could only move spoons. <laughs> But what makes his villainy even more dastardly was that he was a villain who even broke out of prison using just spoons, but then El Tigre's mom rehabilitated him, and he fought off Senor Chipotle. (laughs) 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 And El Oso with just spoons, and he made a little cage of just spoons. And he caught them and waited for the police to pick them up. And after everything, he goes up to El Tigre's mom and goes, Maria, I am gonna go and enroll myself into culinary school. (laughs) You know, that sounds like the perfect supervillain for you. (laughs) Alrighty, thank you, Karis, for joining us on this episode and providing us with such gold. Yes. Or should we say silver? <laughs> Where? <laughs> Spoons. God, if you weren't my brother, I would kick you off of the podcast. <laughs> One, uh, shut up, you'll love it. <laughs> and two, let's get to these honorable mentions. Alrighty, so now that the honorable mentions have been kicked off, we shall. Oh, man. She's showing me a picture of what? How do you say his name? El Cucharon. El Cucharon. <laughs> <laughs> to be confused with Chicharon. Exactly. Wow, this guy. Oh gosh. Okay, give it back the phone. This is this is gnarly. I'm gonna have nightmares tonight. All right, we'll bring the puppies back together. Bring the puppies together. Alrighty, we'll talk to you later. Thank you. For your service to this country. Your check's in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> the check really just says, pay us. Yeah, it's a bill. <laughs> hey, I bought you dinner earlier. You didn't even say thank you. I did say thank you. Say it again. Just say it again. Just say it again. Thank you one more time, please. Arigato. Say it in freedom. <laughs> yes that is alma mater (laughs) that is my alma mater i went to freedom you i learned a lot about liberty (laughs) he has has a degree in life liberty in the american way (laughs) exactly i get out of here (laughs) all right thanks for helping us with the podcast cares so enough okay we're gonna gonna get to the honorable mentions some honorable mentions magneto um, the Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver, Doctor Doom, Baron Von Bad Beaver, <laughs> Man Ray, <laughs> um, <laughs> El Oso. <laughs> Isn't that like um? <laughs> we just talked about it from El Tigre Adventures of Manny River. Oh, I thought He's you talked about uh, Secret Agent Oso. I'm like, isn't that a good guy? <laughs> Wasn't he voiced okay, by Mr. Mosby? Secret Agent Oso and El Oso. Wasn't he voiced by Mr. Mosby? Secret no, Agent the Oso? Fox was, the Fox, his boss was voiced by... Um, oh, so Mr. apparently his boss 
was voiced by Mr. Mosby. Excellent. Let's grab hold of this Prindle. Stay out of my lobby. (laughs) (laughs) And let's continue to drive on through this bad boy. Um, All right. Who are some other honorable mentions? Who is extreme? Uh, Ramses <laughs> from, from El- Nacho, Nacho Libre. Libre. <laughs> uh, another good supervillain who we did not talk about. Jafar. Oh, Jafar. Ursula. Sid from Toy Story. <laughs> uh, Maleficent. Oh, oh, the Kodiak Marmoset from <laughs> Ren Stimpy. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> um, oh, Stump, when he's angry, he's a villain from the Angry Beavers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. That's a bad guy. Yeah. Um, pain bot. Pain, pain, pain. All I know is pain. Oh, gosh. Uh, Brother Blood. Mm-hmm. Blackest white guy out there. Sorry, Eminem. Um, <laughs> Um, Who Magneto. Else? I said Magneto. Sheldon J. Plankton. Yep, Plankton. The Monarch. <laughs> the Blue Morpho. <laughs> Chuckles Ch- the Silly Piggy. <laughs> whoa, whoa. The Dark Lord. The Dark Chuckles Lord. The Chuckles silly, the Silly Piggy. His nephew, Knuckles the Silly Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't bad, though. Unky Chuckles. Unky Chuckles. <laughs> Ned Frischman, Man of Tomorrow. Jesse and James, Rocket, uh, Team Rocket. Rocket League. (laughs) Rocket League. Um, Giovanni. Uh, Who? Giovanni, the gym leader, the guy who made Mewtwo, who has been collecting Pokemon to try and defeat Mewtwo. Oh, I thought you said Giovanni. I'm like, I guess. (laughs) And the, okay. There was a large part cut out of this podcast, but it did prove why I am a top five supervillain. <laughs> Christian, can you confirm this? Yeah, unfortunately. You know who's an honorable mention? Sacramento, California. Okay, that's our state capital. So, no, that's not an honorable mention. <laughs> but it is where bad things happen. But it is the birthplace of villainy. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, Oh, Sinestro. I forgot to add him. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Marvin the Martian. <laughs> then Queen Tyranny, too. Yeah. Um, Camel Man. Cam- <laughs> um, no, it's Camel Man. That's how he was billed on the TV show, Karis. If you ever watched Duck Dodgers, <laughs> you would know. Um, Are you choking? Karis, go back upstairs. Can you go choke over there? (laughs) Can we finish this podcast, Karis, please? (laughs) She said be quiet. (laughs) She just tell me be quiet. This is an audio podcast, Karis. There's so much editing creation has to do now because of you, Karis. There's so much editing because... No, don't you understand? I can leave this part in. This is hilarious. (laughs) You're making him have to do more work, Karis. Karis, he's making you're making. <laughs> she knows more. me so well. You make you have to do more work, Karis. I just went on a three minute roast on. <laughs> Come on, go. <laughs> no, Karis, you're not even speaking into the mic. I don't know why I'm having this conversation. With you. <laughs> it's 
like Nichols is talking to himself. It's I like know. it's like he's arguing with a person who's uh whose settings are on private <laughs> and you're I just know. watching from the outside. It's like I have schizophrenia and I'm just talking to my other personalities. <laughs> or split personality disorder, I guess schizophrenia is different. Yeah. Or actually I guess it could be schizophrenia because technically she doesn't exist. Because I don't know if they can hear her or not. <laughs> Um, we're gonna move on from this because I'm having flashbacks to last quarter. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the life of a psychology major. <laughs> so, did we agree we're gonna talk about supervillain backstories, or did we get enough? Okay, you know we got enough of that. We got enough of that. Yeah, we talked about it a lot. We had a great time. So, let's talk about two interesting supervillain traps slash schemes nicholas take this one away name both of them both of them yeah okay number two comes hot off the presses i'm gonna shout my boy jared stewart out so this is the one in the dc universe the better universe involving our guy my guy your guy our president (laughs) lex luthor yeah you thought i was gonna say donald trump nice try our guy Lex Luthor. <laughs> you know he does. He's not even president yet. This is this is how he gets people to appreciate him more. He gets this guy Captain Captain Marvel. He's like, "Hey, go do good for me. Just be the best guy you can be. Trust me. Just be cool. People will love you. But say you're affiliated with Lex Luger. And then you know this boy, this boy." Barry Batson, he's like, okay, guys, do I get to be part of Justice League? And then Superman's like, yeah, sure, whatever, come on, kid. And then he's like, Shazam! And then he becomes a man, he's like, thank you, Superman. And Superman's like, whoa, this kid's kind of cool. And then he starts doing good, and he's like, Lex Luger! And then Lex Luthor's like, Luthor. <laughs> L-U-T-H-O-R. <laughs> I own the news stations. So please just say it right. It's like, okay, Luger. <laughs> and he keeps doing good and saving Metropolis and doing awesome stuff before Superman can do it. And Superman, he's like freaking out, man. He's like, oh, man, this kid, he's doing better than me. He's doing too good. But he's with Lex Luger. <laughs> and that's his secret sting in his own mind against Lex Luthor. That's how he gets back at him for all the kryptonite-induced punishment he dishes out. And he's um he's like going crazy. He's like, this guy, he has to be bad. He has bad intentions. And you know, they fight and they like basically destroy this one event that Lex Luthor is at. And he's like, see, these Justice League people are crazy. Even against their own kind. <laughs> you know, we need some sanctions. And you know uh, who could provide those sanctions? You know who knows best? Guy who's fought him a lot. Guy like me. Hi, I'm Lex Luthor. And I, I should be president. And I'm just here to say, you know, Superman sucks. He's crazy. He's gone unchecked for who knows how long. You saw what he did to the Batson guy. And he's a kid. That's a kid. Do you want a guy fighting our children? Hi, it's Lex Luthor. <laughs> Let's bring a better America now. And that was the greatest PR campaign ever. 
He became the president. Shot Flash in the face with a shotgun. <laughs> I don't see where anything wrong happened. From a villainy standpoint, from a superhero standpoint, everything went wrong. <laughs> and that's why one of the greatest just supervillain traps of all time. Ever. 100%. There you go. There you go. Now tell them what the best supervillain okay, trap is. Okay, the best supervillain trap is from Christian's supervillain maestro, <laughs> Dr. Doofenshmirtz. So I have no idea. I don't remember what innator this was, but he made some <laughs> bad thing that just only mildly bad that only affects the tri-state area <laughs> around the town of Danville, which is not even close to a tri-state area. I promise you. <laughs> Because it's in California. So he goes. He's on this train. And Perry comes on this train. And he's on like this dining cart or whatever. And they're at the dining cart. And he's like, Perry the platypus. Have a seat. And then Perry, you know, he can't talk because he's a platypus. And he looks straight at him. He's like, you're probably wondering why I'm in this dining cart. Because, Perry the platypus, this is a trap itself. You can't fight me on here because there's other people. You're trapped by social convention. (laughs) And that is the most genius trap I've ever heard. You know, there are writers in Disney, they thought probably for at least seven years, waiting (laughs) patiently on when they can use a joke about social convention as a trap for a B-list villain. And you know what? They got their chance on this wonderful kid show, Phineas and Ferb. They found this guy. He comes from a broken family. Daughter probably doesn't like him that much. She's into weird little kids with green hair that don't speak a lot. His life is going. It's 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 going. It's putting. It's being put through the ringer, honestly. And then this man, he comes up with better and better traps every single time. And you know what's the greatest trap? Social convention. Because guess what? <laughs> no one can break out of that. <laughs> you can't break the rules of etiquette. You know why? Because he's a good guy. <laughs> good guys don't do bad stuff. <laughs> good guys never do bad stuff. Look what happened in Injustice. Good guys started doing bad stuff. <laughs> Everyone died. <laughs> true look at that guy mr marvel he got his face frozen and to not be able to shazam anymore then superman lasered his face in half (laughs) sorry for the pause christian will edit that out (laughs) but yeah good guys don't do bad stuff good guys don't break conventions they make them and that's why Doofenshmirtz is a trap genius. Some might even call him a trap god. <laughs> but he, and in Africa, trap lord. <laughs> in Africa, America? <laughs> in Africa, America. <laughs> trap lordess. <laughs> well, I guess it would be lady. <laughs> no, lordess. <laughs> Gosh. Alrighty, so yeah. Um this is sort of wrapping up now our uh 
our discussion on the topic of supervillains uh, in general. So um, we wanted to really uh, end off by uh, just talking about a few things about ourselves, I guess. Nicholas, I think the people want to know, are there any specific stories within your recent life that you would like to share? Any particular interesting or humorous ones um, that you might want to uh, let the people know? Okay, before... Oh, okay. So, before I get into the story, since we've wrapped up this topic on uh, supervillains, I'm going to throw this in here kind of early because, you know, we're finishing it out on stories. Uh, but on our next podcast, we're going to discuss were we weird before supervillains? Or did supervillains make us weird? <laughs> the answer will surprise you. <laughs> Alright, so, um, funny story that happened to me recently. So, uh, there's a job that I work at, and it involves lots of driving. Drives, uh, the drive is to Reading, which is three hours from where I live. And we were driving up past this uh, one city, it's called Vacaville, and the truck we were driving overheated. So beautiful. My boss, he calls the mechanic. He's he's um you know, he's Iranian, so he has a little bit of an accent. He's like, "Hey, amigo." <laughs> Cuz his mechanic is is Mexican. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, amigo, come come help with my car, man." <laughs> you know, there's a plug missing, you know. And then the guy, he's just not helping. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, um what size is the 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 hole? And then my boss is like, "Hey, just call the the company. They'll tell you the size." And he's like, "So is it like one or two inches? <laughs> just tell me." And then the guy's like, "My boss, I like, just just call." So I go and I try and find what exit. Don't find the exit. Run back down. Alexis almost hits me. It's probably one of the more terrifying moments in my life. And then I get to the to where the truck was and there's a sign directly to the right where it tells us um the street we're on and another cross street so you know two for two right now and so my boss he's like all right he calls roadside assistance no one does this type of roadside assistance except for his mechanic and he's coming in from oakland so he says okay whatever i'm gonna go and rent a truck so he goes rents a truck comes back we load up the truck with like two, like eight, like ninety percent of um, the freight that we were bringing up to the to the different stores that day, and you know we load up the truck, put the hand trucks in, then we close the truck. He uh, leaves the keys in an undisclosed location <laughs> because. <laughs> hidden away <laughs> so that one day the, the avatar might come <laughs> stop the fire nation <laughs> so he's he's he hides the keys thank goodness and um we start driving up we get to a rest stop so that we can switch literally we switch not even 10 feet away from the exit of the rest stop yeah you guessed it your boy he's got the hot hands for driving today <laughs> The rental truck starts overheating. 
So we go, we wait for it to cool down. He puts in literally a gallon of coolant, lit like actually a gallon. And then he's like, well, you know what? I'll drive. <laughs> so he goes and he drives the way up. We go and we we deliver the stuff we have. Then I, we drive back to the truck. Then we have to go put the truck back at wherever he rented it from. I don't know the store or the place he did because, quite frankly, I don't care. <laughs> we take all the stuff out. Um, the van is fixed. The, the guy got the part. I don't know why he was complaining so much. And then, um, we're driving back and, um, I don't get home till like 10 at night. It was so glorious just going through that experience because I think that's one of the times where I realize as I sit there. And I really reflect on how my life is going. He was like, why not just do villainy? <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know what? This is one of the times, you know, why I am a villain. <laughs> this is why I'm top five. This is why I roasted a kid for three minutes. Because <laughs> he acts brand new. <laughs> and yeah, that's just my life. That's just my life. There are random things that happen. And, you know, I take them in, I process them, I make them right. I make it so I don't become a villain. And I become a villain. <laughs> and that's what's going on with us lately. <laughs> <laughs> yep, both of us at the same time. <laughs> All righty, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, let us know uh, what you think of it. Um, We're on iTunes. So go to the iTunes, please. Give us a five stars. Let us know what we could do better. Let us know what we're doing great. Send us an email. Why we're weird at gmail.com. No apostrophe. Why we're weird at gmail.com. We'd love to hear some feedback. We'd love to hear your stories about why you're weird. Just please, please stop asking us to be on the show. <laughs> stop it. If we get five fan emails or or reviews, we'll read them or something. Yeah, we'll read them. But if we get five, Nicholas and I will do a video of us doing something and you guys can pick whatever it is. If you guys have listening parties, I hear that's really popular for podcasts. If you have a listening party, we'll send you a special note. We'll give you a special message. Yeah, shout if you, you out. If you have a listening party, we will send you a Why We're Weird podcast full of goodies. Yep, it's going to be a special greeting. Send us pictures of your um, l of your listening listening party. You know, it'll be a great time. We'll have donuts together. We'll uh, maybe sip some wine. No wine, only Martinelli's because we're weird. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, so that is this episode. Super villains, now you know how they made us weird. In quotations. Exactly. So thanks again for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you have a great night or a great rest of your day or great morning, great afternoon. Just, late have, afternoon. just have a great something, my friends. Yeah, just keep keep it great. And you want to know something? This has been the Why We're Weird podcast. 
I'm Nicholas Cotton. I'm Christian Cotton. And we're hoping to get five stars on this review. Thank you so much. All righty. Stay weird. <laughs>